Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full worth limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that everything is energy and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. I call that energy love. So science is teaching the truth of oneness now, but Ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. So basically what that means is what you do to another person, you are literally doing to another aspect of yourself. So when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. And today's show topic is... Uh, I wrote it down. Sorry. <laughs> Today, today's show topic is blessed to be awake with ne- Nemo Pat- Patel. And I forgot to ask how you pronounced your last name. Nemo. Okay, Patel. Patel. I was close. Okay. <laughs> Nemo Patel. I discovered Nemo's videos, um, Empty Hands Music on YouTube uh, about two, three weeks ago. I have fallen in love (laughs) with Nemo's music. The message is just all about love, peace, oneness, everything this show is about, his songs, his message he brings through and his songs. So Nemo, please introduce yourself to the audience and share your journey with our listeners. Do I say Caroline or do I say Carolyn? You say, sweet Caroline, death, death, death. Great theme song to have for your life. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Bring so much like thinking of that, that song and melody. I love it. Oh, my goodness. When I hear that song, I just started rocking out. <laughs> That's my song. That's the song. Um, hi everyone. Yeah, my name is Nemo, and I am um, I am real, right now based in the part of our planet Earth called Los Angeles with my mom and dad at my mom and dad's home. For the last ten years or so, I've been living in in India in um, in a community space that Mahatma Gandhi had started a hundred years ago, and um, and I've been just being I've just been getting a chance, a blessed opportunity to serve and work with amazing souls that are working towards um, the upliftment and kind of holistic support of children and communities uh, that are underserved. And and so that's been kind of the last 10 years, which has been, I would say, the highlight of my life in many ways, even though my, my childhood was amazing. I really appreciate growing up in um, the eastern part of Los Angeles um, to immigrant parents from India and it was so amazing 
you know, we're talking about this idea of oneness. And for me, growing up in a community that reflected that diversity was really powerful. I think I always look back and say that was a huge part of creating, I think, my journey and paving the path to, to have friends and family and strangers all around me that, that encompassed all walks of life. Um, I mean, really, what, what I see in the planet today, I felt like I've had a part of that in growing up. So, um, yeah, and my journey kind of continued from there into all different types of things, Caroline. It, it's been a fun uh, fun walk in life, a dance, uh, many dances, of, you know, with yeah. different partners of, uh, of creativity, of business, of acad academia, and of the city life, and, um, you know, the, the suburbs, and kind of so many things that have led me to this journey of realizing ultimately that I really want to uh, make use of my life in, with the, with the purpose of giving back whatever I can in small ways while I'm here. And like we say, physically, um, and, and then, and, and let that be the life purpose and journey. And it's been amazing to follow that heart. I would say um, the blessing has been that I've, constantly struggled as we all do between our mind and our heart but I, I think the heart has overcome pretty much the major decisions in life and that following of that intuition has guided me on a path that I feel so blessed to be on right now yeah wow that is amazing because uh like I shared with you before we started recording six years ago um six and a half years ago after my son's transition I've I I from my heart it wasn't from my head at all. It was completely from my heart and soul. I felt this mission, this calling that I just, I couldn't do anything but follow it. But share, cause I, I you have a wonderful TED talk that I happened to watch. Share mm -hmm. a little bit of that journey that got you to start walking in your purpose. I think it was a journey of, um, of responding to suffering be honest, which I think a lot of us awaken to um, our, our purpose or a different way of uh, perceiving our life journey once once we go through suffering. But there were many different elements, I think, um, from from 9-11 being there um, and seeing things unfold right in front of me um, to health issues that I've had um, to relationship issues. But each of each of these um, elements uh, were seeds of, of of questioning, of inquiry, saying, "Okay, well, what does this mean, and how are you going to process it?" You know, in front of me, four thousand people just passed away. How am I going to justify that to myself? Mm -hmm. How is that going to change me for the better of humanity? And so it, it made me ask a question. It made it planted a seed. Nothing happens right away, but um you know same thing when my when my hands went bad on me um it it made me really question you know my priorities and um all these uh, and then even at the points of success um caroline i think when when we reach a, a form of success and then we say okay well what's next to me that also is a question mark to say wait wait i thought this is what you were striving for if you're not happy and content at this point what, what, what are you really doing this for? And why are we doing this? And so um, I think at, at, a, at a certain point, I realized that my compass was kind of off. What I envisioned for success in my life and what I envisioned for 
where I wanted to end up was just this kind of facade that I created of mm -hmm. what I thought um, happiness would be and what, you know, what I thought I would feel like, uh, maybe feel good about myself or something. And when I realized that that compass was misaligned where I was and where I, where I, um, where I, where I thought I should be. And when I was there and yet not feeling content, mm -hmm. um, told me that I had something that I needed to uncover and unravel and discover and, and inquire about. And that's what led me, I think, to a process. Um, and I shared this quote, I think, on that talk, talk as well. But Mahatma Gandhi has this quote. He says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And, and I definitely felt lost because I was like, <laughs> I thought I was not supposed to be lost. And I didn't feel right at that moment. And I was like, well, that means I'm lost. And so finding myself went on this journey and, and it was an experiment that that's how I really processed um, life now, even now. But when I, when I took that next step of closing down everything that I was kind of building towards um, and starting this new journey to say, Hey, I want to understand what it means to serve. Um, it was an experiment and it was an experiment saying, let's, let's try to understand that. Let's try to learn and try to grow from it. But, most importantly, not the external of helping or trying to help, but more of like, can you work on your the, the wiring that you realize is um, kind of all tangled up inside. And that's what the journey has been about. It's been about trying to understand myself. And then uh, the more I do that, the better I am able to be an instrument of, of good in, in whatever small ways that I can be, you know. And in that process, ultimately, is my own salvation of being happy, being, uh, you know, so it's like, I'm not doing anything for, for anybody else, but I'm, but the process of self-inquiry and alignment of my heart and my head and my hands uh, ultimately is of benefit to the, to the world in whatever way that it can be. So, so it's just a win, a win-win. <laughs> you, you said it beautifully. I say on my show all the time, it's, it's about, you know, inspiring others to go within because the, that, that truth and that your purpose, we're all here. We're all sovereign divine beings of light and we choose to come here and, and we don't remember that. And when we're, when we're in physical form, we forget all that, but, um, that our soul, our higher self, our soul, the universe, whatever name a person wants to give it, um, is always calling us home. And it's and and to find that is to go within and tap into that truth that is inside of you and why and that and that inspires you to take that next step and helps you to to find that clarity of of contentment because you're you're so at peace when you're living why you came, the reason you're here. And and that's different for everyone. It's unique for everyone, but it, it can't be found outside of you. It can only be found within you. That's right. That's right. And and I, I feel like it, it's, it's not a simple path either. I think uh, there's no switch, you know, it's been, I think for me, I call it, um, there's work that I need to do. There's work there, you know, it's like when, when you got to clean out the attic and you got to clean out the house, there's work you got to do. You don't, you don't, that's a switch right. and so it's like clean out all these uh condition these preconditioned ways of thinking and and these ways of what triggers a sense of a smile yes in your face 
Yes. You know, before it might have been X, Y, Z needs to happen. And then somebody needs to pat you on your back. And that means you can smile. Yes. And, and you need to work on that. You need to re rewire and understand that that's not what needs to happen. Like you can just see an ant crawling and be, be amazed and be like, wow. And, and, but how do we, what's that journey from that, that spot to that spot. And that's what I think is that internal work and that inquiry and that day to day kind of awareness and um, the effort, the effort that we put in to say, I do want to be a different being and I don't want to suffer as much and I don't need to wait for a carrot to be happy. Right. So I need to start, you know, rewiring this. And I think di different, like you said, different people have different practices on how to get there. And, but, I, but I think that's, that's an important part of the step, you know? Yes, exactly. I think for me, my awakening was actually science. Quantum mm. physics was right. my awakening. And I'm nowhere a scientist. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> but I was watching, this is back in 2007. I was watching What the Bleep. Um, I think that, because I said that to someone, they said, do you mean What the Bleep do we know? It's like, yeah, I always say just What the Bleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was watching that. And there was one sentence that inspired my awakening. Um, it was by Lynn McTaggart. She said, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separation. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, it wasn't an intellectual awakening. It was a heart and soul. Something woke up inside of me and mm -hmm. knew that very simple sentence was true. And once I understood that, everything made sense to me because I had been studying spirituality off and on for many, many years. And I, and I always felt there was one missing piece for me. And, I, and of course, when you know that there's a missing piece, you don't know what that missing piece is. But when she said that, that was the missing piece for me. And when I understood the truth of oneness, I mean, truth like breathing, like I say, it's not just spirituality, it's science has even proven it. And science is just at the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's so much more that science, but science is, is saying the exact same thing that spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching for eons, that we are all one. We're all one with source, all that is, we're all one with each other. And when we truly remember, wake up, that's why I like to say, wake up and remember mm -hmm. that truth. We will be living peace on earth. We will be living heaven on earth right. when we all awaken <laughs> collectively to that truth. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's so tell us, tell us how, how um, empty hands music because i know you were you were before empty hands you were also into music so mm -hmm. kind of give us that give us a little piece of how that uh developed yeah, yeah. music kind of um it, I, I was in a hip-hop group uh we were famed for being the first south asian hip-hop group in the world so that you know with the first of any sort you kind of get a platform on its own um after after 2008 i think we released our last album and then we all kind of decided we were going to kind of take a break and it felt right. It felt right. It was a 10 year kind of career and it was amazing. And, um, that's when also kind of, I, I dipped into, um, moving to Ahmedabad, the city that I, that I currently live in, uh, most of the time mm -hmm. and, uh, was working with these children that you kind of had, had seen a little on that talk, um, at an organization called Manav Sadhana, which is a nonprofit based in the, in the Gandhi Ashram. And, 
Manav Sadhana means uh, devotion to humanity. Mm. Uh, but it's been a, it's been an amazing opportunity to work with children, and I think they brought in me this uh, th- this journey of learning again. You know, yes. the capacity. I mean, I I, I feel like um, I'm not, and I love children. I, I'm, a child, I'm a child myself, and I love just being with kids, messing around with them, being serious with them, and learning together and collectively, um, kind of. And and the, and these were, these are children um, in communities that are challenged uh, deeply, as we have seen all across our world. There are so many, and so to work with them as my brothers and sisters, or you know, like kind of like nephews and nieces. Um, they have taught me so much about what it what to be grateful for and how to live um, with integrity and dignity um, and how to overcome challenges and so i think what happened is like we we went on this tour so i, I had uh, i was directing a musical called oneness uh, in our in the language in india it's called ikatva ik means one okay and ikatva means oneness awesome so that was the that was the name of the show and it was a dance drama show um a musical and uh it was a long pro it was a three-year journey that i spent with these 16 kids and when so that's a whole other story but we ended up going across the world and traveling and coming back it was a really big ordeal um so it's like 25 of us on the road for two months and and then we get back and this question was arising as to like what next you just spent three years of your life with these 16 kids and doing this world tour. And it was really powerful. There was a lot of energy that was built up and the question came up, what was, what's next from the outside? It came many times. And then, mm-hmm. from, yeah. and I think because of the journey that I was on Caroline, it was, uh, the answer was nothing like okay. just go back to washing dishes. That's what you need to go back. Okay. To. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it was hard to digest for the ego because I would always, up to that point in my life, I'd always been doing something and directing something or a project or a company. Or, and this was hard to digest, but again, the heart was saying, do nothing, you know? And so I just sat quiet and served kind of in small ways. Um, obviously, stayed really connected with my kids. And about a year later, this itch came to start writing music again. It was five years after I had stopped writing music. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening to it. I was like, that's, that's cool. Okay. Well, why not? And then I just started, uh, I reconnected to some old songs that I had written. Um, and then I started writing some new songs. And then before you know it, like with really close friends and, you know, everybody was like, dude, you should create a music video for that. And so literally zero, zero dollar budget, like, Yo, my friend Sachi was there at the Gandhi Ashram on that day um, that I finished one of these, uh, the Being Kind song. And yeah. I was like, I walked in and she was there and she's a filmmaker. I was like, whoa, why are you here? Because she lives in Mumbai. Okay. And I was like, wow, because she lives like, you know, about uh, 10 hours away. Um, so I was, I was, I was kind of excited that she's there. I'm like, I want, I need to shoot a music video today. Yeah. And she's like, Okay, I'll stay a little longer. So we shot a music video literally in a day. Awesome. And, and then we, we um, through our, our uh, sister NGO service space, we put it up on a um, 21 Day Kindness Challenge as a gift to the participants. Yes. And it was beautiful. There was just a beautiful response from it. You awesome. know? And, and, yes, and yes. People connecting to the, the vibe and the theme. And 
And then literally 20, a few days later, service space, our, our website, Kindspring, was like, we're going to do a 21 day gratitude challenge. And then they're like, let's do a gratitude song. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, that's my favorite. So yeah. So then my, I reached out to my buddy Daniel and I was like, uh, I want to write this song and I want us to collaborate on it. And he was totally down and we create this song. And then literally we have like five days left before Thanksgiving, which is when the gratitude challenge was to finish. And we wanted to get this song to the participants again, that, that, you know, about 13,000 participants from around the world that practice this 21 day gratitude challenge. And I was like, Oh man, like if we want to shoot a video for this, like who the Sachi is back in Mumbai, we can't, she can't, she won't be here. And then all of a sudden a friend of mine that day tells Madhu, he's like, have you met Ellie? I'm like, who's Ellie? And he's like, Oh, she just moved into our apartment. She's a filmmaker from Washington, DC. <laughs> I was like, what? No, you're kidding me. And then I go meet her uh, that day. And, and I was like, hey, Ellie, we have like three, four days. We need to finish a video. And I heard that you're a filmmaker and this is what the song is about. And she's like, well, I'm planning to go travel for a week. But um, and I was like, oh, OK, and she's like, but I can stay if you want. So, <laughs> so she stays. We shoot the grateful video in the next two days. Oh, we a bunch of friends around the world to submit videos to, uh, for them to sing the chorus. And within like four days, we finished the Grateful video and we put it online and it similar, like it had a really positive response. People were really connecting with the energy and the spirit. And that was kind of the birth of Empty Hands. I didn't have a plan, but it was like, well, let's contain, let's create a container that we can offer these gifts out to the world. We don't want to charge for them. We don't want to make them, you know, we just want to let it be an instrument of good because people are responding that it is helping them in some way or another oh my goodness and, I, 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 when i discovered grateful i sent it to everybody i know believe me and uh, when my aunt who just turned 80 she mm -hmm. like she she emailed me she's like i just love this song i get i mean seriously it will be a link below to grateful but because that's how i found it just it just you know how youtube i was listening to other music and grateful just popped up and i'm like wait what's up and i was like but um something you said about when when spirit told you to do nothing that is so important for people to understand. See, um, I um, studied, well, I take hot yoga. I used to anyway. I love hot yoga. But in yoga, they teach you that the benefit of what you just did is when you rest. Mm. So that's a that's universal law. I mean, people work out, and I love the workout. Uh, I have I just got back into it. I, last year, I got away from working out. This year, I'm back into working out. I love working out, but I always remember that lesson I learned from yoga, that you're, you, you're getting the benefit of that workout when you're resting. When it, so you did the work, you put out that energy. You did, like you said, you had did three years with the kids, three years, you had put out a lot of energy and spirit was saying, now it's time to just sit and let that energy do come. That's when the work really happens. We're doing nothing. And see, we're not taught, like you said, to un, um, deprogram what we're taught. Because as humans, we're taught, yeah, work, 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 you know? And, but no, it's in the resting. 
And that, that's, that's, I learned in yoga. It's yep. when you're resting that the benefit of that energy you just put out comes back and unfolds. And so, yes. I, praise the Lord to that. I, I feel like um, when somebody has asked me this question, what do you, what is one of your biggest accomplishments in your life? And that was my, that was my response. That's what came up for me was that it was the moment that I was able to go on that journey for one year um, without pushing myself to do something because that was going against all of my conditioning and wiring. And, and that took courage and it took effort in a way it wasn't, um, but it was following the intuition and the guidance that that's kind of what needed to happen, you know? Yes, very true. And when we follow our heart, it always is opposite with our, our brain and our mind and our, our programming, which is the mind. And very limited. I mean, it's a useful tool, but it's limited. The heart and soul is, I say we get intellect from the mind, which is very limited. But wisdom comes from the heart and the soul. And wisdom is infinite. Mm. So when we follow our hearts, because we all know when our heart is speaking to us, but we will let the mind say, oh, you can't do that. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough resources. You don't have enough education. We will let that mind stop us from following our heart. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah absolutely. Very, very true, very true. So yeah. I, I just, you, you're such an inspiration to the world. I'm definitely gonna share um, links to your, your videos down below, but I also, in, in, I listened to Grateful for 24 hours one day because it was just so, see, to me, gratitude, I am grateful in every now moment. Mm -hmm. I started practicing gratitude and appreciation, uh, I think before my awakening in 2007. I understood the importance. Mm -hmm. And I understand that really what we have is the now moment. That is our, our power. Our, our power is in the now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's in this now moment. And in every now moment, I know is a blessing. And in every now moment, I know there is something to be thankful for. So that just, and that inspired me that I'm hoping that we, you and I can collaborate on a vision I have. <laughs> and I'm going to share that with you. But it's, I just, it's again, and with zero budget, but it's okay. Because it'll it'll happen. It'll it, if it's meant to be, it will be. And I truly believe that definitely now, the times we're living in in 2021, uh, I do believe this is going to be a very different year than 2020. I think 2020 was a very important year, very yes. important year. Sure. I think 2021 is going to be. It, what I the message I get from spirit, and I'm not I'm not psychic, I'm not a channel, nothing, but but I have a strong connect. It's a heart feeling. The mm. heart feeling I get is that 2021 is the year of unity, mm. and to bring the world together. It's time. I, I think 2020 was the year of clear vision, time for humanity to start to awaken, and 2021 is going to be the time that we start to come together. And yep. unity and love and peace and oneness. That's so right. I, I am, and collaboration is the key. So we're 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 all these awakened beings. That's why I named the show "Blessed to Be Awake" because mm -hmm. I really do. Living in these times that we're living in, I am so thankful to be awake, fully awake. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 
So please, please share more of what it would, uh, I know you're in LA now, you're going to be in LA for a while. And I was just in LA for a few weeks, a week, a few weeks ago. If I knew, I would have looked you up and we could have done this. In, I, I've done only one, I've done six, I've been doing this for six years. I've only done one show live with the person, you know, right? Yeah. I was at a conference and I didn't interview a uh, show, not with the person right there. Yeah. Well, like you said, 2021, you'll be doing more in-person ones. Yes, I will. Yes, 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 yes. Where are you located? I'm in the Poconos. Ooh, I've that's... always heard of the Poconos, but most people don't know where the Poconos is. Oh, I've heard because I went to school in Philly, so we, we know about the Poconos. Oh, okay. Okay. So you've been up this way. I haven't been to the Poconos. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, because so many people have gone there or like, you know, we're going up to the Poconos, so... You're yes. right. If I if I had never gone to school out there, I wouldn't have heard yeah, of it. Most people, a lot of people think it's in upstate New York, but you're we're in Pennsylvania. We're northeastern Pennsylvania in the mountains. There's about five feet of snow outside right now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I talk about you were saying about children. Oh my goodness. I have always had a passion for children. I've taught, I teach piano lessons to young beginners and children with special needs. I've been doing that for 25 years. Wow. I have children around me all the time and I have my godchildren are teenagers. So after I did eight hours of shoveling last week, I said, I'm gonna have fun in this snow. I got my god children who are 15, 17 and two 18 year olds. Um, we went snow tubing over oh, the weekend. Awesome. We're, gonna, we're planning to do that again this weekend. We're just gonna have fun in the snow. Yeah. I love that they're, they're at that age and willing to just enjoy themselves like that, you know? Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, children are, they keep you young. Yeah. I love it. I think like like when I think of children, there there's like three things that come up for me children animals yes. and trees yes and there's a purity that i that i and that i receive um from from their frequency from their spirit from their intention um that i think connects me to all of the all you know all of those things um yes. deeply yes. it's just uh being able to be with them um spend time with them there there's this uh non-filtered um interconnection that they have with the planet and with life that that we we miss uh, we lose sometimes as we as we go through other you know other layers of our journey and so for me yeah it's really really fun to be with kids i i i really turn into a kid or to an animal mm -hmm. i'm with them yes. you know so if i'm an animal like my voice changes and it gets you know whatever tone that animal creates out of me i think right. <laughs> Whichever yes. animal it is. And then when I'm with kids, yeah, I get all cuckoo and, and Yes. <laughs> I will always be a kid at heart. I don't yeah. care how old. Yeah. I will always be a, to have that childlike innocence. That's it's right. Beautiful. That's right. And that's why actually I love this room. This is my room, my home base room when I'm here. And it's it's kind of, it gives me my childhood kind of like. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes. Nice yes. Feel, you know? yes. It brings you back. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you for showing us that. Yeah, this is, my, this is my little my little studio here. Okay. 
the recording studio. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, nowadays it's so, you know, I, I studied audio engineering back in the mid 80s. I got, I went to Center for Media Arts in New York and got a certificate for audio engineering. This is before the digital age. This is mid 80s. Yeah. We're yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah. nowadays you can do so much with That's a right. home studio. You really can. So it's like, you know, my, the Empty Hands album, this album that I think the songs that you've heard um, mm -hmm. from this album, yes. I recorded in my apartment um, in India. And, and let me tell you, in an apartment in India that you can't avoid noise flowing in and out at every moment of the day. And okay. Because you got traffic. I mean, you got a popular, we, our, our town, our city that I live in is a population of 7 million people. Okay. And, and it's you know, it's gotta be, it's not a, it's not a big size if you compare to American cities and stuff. So you got rickshaws and buses and all, but somehow I was able to record an album without it down, without it, nobody really noticing. <laughs> I don't, it, don't hear it, don't notice it at all. That was amazing. So technology is, is great. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Artists, you know, want to do stuff. Yes. So very nice. very true and everything you it it just puts a smile on my face when you describe how the the music videos came together and how the album came together and because to me it's, it's all divine that's just you know you can't plan that kind of thing mm -hmm. it's just going with the flow and not really planning just saying okay in every now moment I'm going to be in that attitude of gratitude. I'm going to see the beauty. I'm going to look for the beauty in every now moment and then just go with the flow of the universe because right. the universe is going to take you there. Someone asked me just yesterday, I was doing a mentoring session and the gentleman asked me, I was talking about, oh, he's got all these plans, 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 plans. I said, plans are great. You know, every morning I wake up, I, I write a little to-do list. You know, and sometimes I'll get one or two things done. Sometimes I'll get the whole thing done. Sometimes I'll get none of it done. It doesn't bother me because I, I know all is going to happen in perfect divine timing. Like us meeting today. We were supposed to meet last week. I was like, okay, everything's going to happen and perfect. I never stress. I don't stress over timing because I know that's, it's all divine timing. That's a beautiful, yeah. um, that's a beautiful spirit. And I think that's a, that's actually one of the, um, big things that carried me through my beginning years in, in India was um, this idea of trying to rewire. And when I, when I heard of this song by my friend, Daniel, mm -hmm. Planting Seeds. Yes, I love it. Yeah. He has an original version of it. It's a, it's more of an American folk song. Okay. And, and when I started listening to that, that became my, his version became my um, kind of like just guiding light through my days, which was, I'm here, I could, I can do my bit, but I'm not going to stress of where it goes or how it unfolds or um, like this journey with these kids. It was a journey where a lot of people as it, as the, as our project kind of unfolded more and more expectations started building as to wanting this world tour to happen. Yes. And, and for me, it was uh, having to surrender to not even imagining too much, but just day to day with the kids being there, being present. Yes. And then, that unfolds into a conversation or unfolds into applying for this or doing that or whatever. That's different. 
but it had to be stay it had to stay focused and not attached to like where is it going and i think that idea of of planting the seed watering them is good but you're not there to pick fruits you're just there to be a part of the process exactly like, like you had mentioned the fruits and all that other goodies they all come in its due time and they come in different shapes and forms that you don't even recognize actually exactly exactly you know, exactly it's not for tat. so it's a beautiful process to kind of go in that space of surrender and see how things unfold and that is so true <laughs> that is so true for me i try to stay grounded in the presence of course i have like visions and i have um i plant seeds with the show and mm -hmm. and my talks i do talks now and i'm planting seeds but i'm not attached to anything i'm not attached to the outcome and that's another thing that that humans our our human programming is attaching to outcome and that's like no 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 um, what for me, spirit gives me the inspiration. Spirit will give me the first step and I'll take that first step and I'll plant seeds, but I won't know, you know, the, I don't attach to the outcome, how it unfolds, it unfolds in perfect divine timing and perfect divine order. So that, yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Yes. I also appreciate that process. There's so much to learn from that. And so much to kind of like break away of ourselves and of our ego as we try to um, apply those principles. Exactly, you know? exactly. Mm -hmm. I always say, uh, as far as the ego, I never, because a lot of people give the ego a bad rap. I don't. I I understand that our mind and our ego has a purpose, but it's not, in, It's for me, it's not the driver's seat. The ego, sometimes the ego can have the passenger seat, and sometimes I tell the ego to go in the back seat. And seriously, <laughs> no, no, no. like, okay, no, no, ego, it's time for you to go in the back seat. Okay. So you can, you can stay in the passenger seat and look out the window, but my heart and my soul is yeah. in the driver's seat. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know what? I'll let you, you go stay passenger today. If you're yeah. a good, if you're a good girl, you're going to stay passenger. <laughs> yes. But if you're, if you're acting up, you going in the back. Okay. I must love you, but. You gonna sit in the back today? <laughs> yes, yes. So I don't give a. I said everything has a purpose. So the ego and the mind does have a purpose, but it's not the. See, the I think the problem with humanity as a whole is we allow the ego to be in the driver's seat. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's where that's where you know that's the tough part. And yeah. We yeah. all get trapped in it at some point, you know, small ways or big ways, but. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 So I am so glad we connected. I have, see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hush hush on my vision because I want to share it with you, get your thoughts on it. And so, but I just, I feel it. I see it. it and how it unfolds will be in perfect divine yeah. timing. Right, right. So please share with our listeners how they can keep in touch with you, how they can find out what you're up to. I'm going to have links below, but you share, share how they can. Um, I've been really bad with social media this past year. <laughs> I haven't, but um, my, the website I, I kind of offer our empty hands gifts from is empty hands music. Yes. Dot O R G. Yes. Um, and every song we have this 
uh, like like this vision of trying to create a music video for every song. So on YouTube, if you type in empty hands music, then yeah. you'll go to the channel or you can see all the music videos, which are also on the website. Yeah. On Facebook, uh, Nimesh Nemo Patel. That's okay. N-I-M-E-S-H, Nemo's N-I-M-O. Yes. And, then, and then, yeah, I'm my, you know, and uh, I am, uh, yeah, I try, try to definitely respond uh, whenever I can to, to um, message and stuff, but yeah. would love to connect and anyway, be of service. That's kind of ultimately, you know, yes. what I, I want to do. I'm not, I'm not really here to <laughs> be right. a musician or a superstar or anything like that. So however we can all serve together is a beautiful thing. Exactly, exactly. So true. Well, thank you so much for your time. I am, I'm just so excited to meet you. Really. I'm like, nice to meet you as well, dear. And, uh, because you, you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing service to the world, to humanity. And it, it's all, you know, we each do our part, you That's know, right. and That's that, right. and because we're, we're as a collective, and it only takes a little bit of light. So it's like, and I know that we have already, the amount of people that are awake and doing the service to humanity is already enough light to bring the whole entire collective together. Because if you, I always use the example of if you light a match in a, a pitch, uh, no matter how big the room is, say a pitch black room, you light a t one tiny candle. Wherever you are in that room, you can see that candle. It only takes a little bit of light to shine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I love it. That's one of the um, songs that a friend of mine and I have created for this next album that I'm working on right now. Um, uh, just a little retake on this little light of mine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I love that. I love that concept in general. You know? Yes. Now, now you, when you said that, you reminded me, there's that one song that I would see for me, words are extremely powerful. And you used the song from, I guess, the 50s to the 60s, uh, We Shall Overcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That was good for the 50s and 60s. We shall. Now when I sing it, and I'm singing it with you guys, but when I sing it, I say, we have. We have current present moment i know with affirmation statements they need to be in the present so mm. i said when you guys say we shall i say we have mm. overcome today so right. maybe you can redo that song <laughs> i can do a little editing right there yeah, we have overcome i can send the file to you because you got that you got that recording audio uh, education degree you know. <laughs> yeah from from the mid 80s <laughs> Okay, analog. Okay, not digital. Okay, analog. I'll send you a cassette tape. Okay. <laughs> well, that's funny. Yes. I hear you. I like that. I like yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. I I do that with almost every song. Every song, if there's, I'll, I'll tweak a word or two just to bring it more to the now moment not past not future now we have overcome yeah. i love it Beautiful. thank you so much you are such a blessing lots and of love and we'll be in touch dear we will definitely keep in touch love yeah. you so much love you too take care bye for now bye-bye
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.